got to do something that gets me a little loose. So you might want to look at the person standing next to you and say, I, I might need some space. If you can go ahead and do that right now, we're going to take it back to Children's Church right now. So work with me. Said Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham, and I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord right on, Father Abraham. Come on, have many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham, and I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just Praise the Lord, right arm, left arm, Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham, and I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord, right arm, left arm, right foot, Father Abraham had many sons, I still got it, many sons had Father Abraham. And I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right on, left on, right foot, left foot. Father Abraham had many sons. Had <laughs> many sons had Father Abraham. And I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right on, left on, right foot, left foot. But nod your head, Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had fathers. You guys look great, and I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord, right on, left on, right foot, left foot. Nod your head, spin around, Father Abraham. Don't hurt yourself. Let's just praise the Lord, right arm, left arm, right foot, left foot, nod your head, spin around, we are done. Sing a little deep and wide, ready? Oh, deep and wide. Deep and wide, oh, there's a fountain flowing. Deep and wide, sing deep and deep and wide. Sing deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing. Oh, deep and wide, sing it again. Oh, sing deep and wide. Deep and wide, Woo. there's a fountain flowing. Deep and wide, bring it down. Oh, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Sing yes, sing yes, Jesus loves me. Sing oh yes, Jesus. 
Jesus loves me. Said, oh yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Sing the verse. Oh now, Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Sing yes, oh yes, Jesus loves me. Oh yes, Jesus loves me. loves me the Bible tells me so let's finish with deep and wide oh sing deep and wide oh deep and wide there's a fountain flowing deep and wide sing deep and wide deep and wide Oh, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing. Deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing. Deep and wide, last time, there's a fountain flowing. Deep and wide. Amen. Amen. What a special night you've come into. What a special night. It's awesome. Let's give it up for the fellas. Let's give it up for the fellas. Right now, they're affectionately called the Jack Turner Band. I'll let you ask them what that means. But anyhow, it's great to see you here tonight at Stratford Heights here at church. We had a great day today to celebrate all of our graduates. It was a wonderful time earlier, and uh, we want to do give you just a couple of announcements real quick before we get out and welcome you. Uh, coming up this next week, not tomorrow, but the following Monday, next Monday, we'll start VBS here at Stratford Heights. It will be all week long from 10 to 12 o'clock, and it is a wonderful time. And if you have uh, kids that would like to be involved in that, there's paperwork out in the lobby for you to fill out. Also, uh, I don't know how we're doing on workers, but if you are interested in maybe helping out and being a part of that, you can talk to Carolyn Perfetti, and she will help you out with that. But it's a big week next week. We'll also be going into our camp meeting next week, starting Sunday night into Wednesday up in Columbus. Each night there will be services for our state, and it's going to be a wonderful time. And it's a great time for all of us to be together here. We're going to get out in the aisles, and we're going to greet one another and welcome each other to church tonight. When the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. Oh, said when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in the new Jerusalem. So wear a crown, wear a crown, wear a bright and shiny crown. Oh, when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in that new Jerusalem. 
battle's over We shall wear a crown Oh, we shall wear a crown We shall wear a crown Oh, when the battle's over We shall wear a crown In that new Jerusalem See, wear a crown Wear a crown Wear a crown Wear a bright and shiny battle's over, we shall wear a crown in that new Jerusalem. Oh, when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. Oh, we shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. Said when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in that new Wear a crown, wear a crown, wear a bright and shiny crown. Oh, when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown in that new Jerusalem. Oh, when the battle's over, we shall wear a crown. wear a crown oh when the battle's over we shall wear a crown in that new jerusalem come on wear a crown wear a crown wear a bright and shiny crown oh when the battle's over we shall wear a crown in that new Nothing can separate Oh, even if I run away Cause your love never fails <laughs> Come on I know I still make mistakes But you have new mercies for me every day And your love never fails Oh, no You stay the same through the ages And your love never changes There may be pain in the night But joy comes in the morning Oh, and when the oceans rage I don't have to be afraid Because I know that you love me your love never fails, oh no, oh your love never fails, oh yeah. See nothing can separate, oh even if I run away, 
earth rejoice. Let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in life, and darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice. And trembles at his voice. Sing how great. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God, oh, you're so great, God, and age to age. He stands. Come on. And time is in his hands. Beginning and the end. Beginning and the end. The Godhead three in one. Father, Spirit, Son. The lion and the lamb, the lion and the lamb, how great, how great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Above all names, and he's the name above all names. Come on, and he's worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing how great is our God. Oh, sing name above all names. The name above all names. Hallelujah. He is worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing how great is our God. Sing how great is our God. How great is our God. How great is our God, and oh, see how great, how great is our God. Oh, sing name above all names. He's a name above all names. Hallelujah. And he's worthy of all praise. My heart will sing how great is our God. Sing it again. Sing name above all names. <laughs> He's the name above all names. And He's worthy of all praise. 
Amen, that precious name of Jesus. Amen. You can be seated really fast if you can. So thankful. The Bible says that everything in heaven, in the earth, and under the earth will bow and declare that Jesus is Lord. I wanted to come and pray if we can today. There's been a couple requests that have been brought to us today. Uh, Alan Stevens, who is uh, Don Hale's nephew, is in need of prayer. And right now he's in a coma in need of God's touch. How many know that that's not the end, that that's not the final verdict, that God can touch him? I believe that this, this evening. Also, a, a young boy named Christian that we've been praying for on Facebook right now has cancer. And we want to, as a church, I know that maybe all of you are not on Facebook and don't see the, the prayer chain that's on there, but maybe you've been praying for Christian, but tonight as a church, we want to pray for this young man that has cancer. I've been... Uh, I don't know what the word is. I've just been captured with the thought, writing to church, where would I be without Jesus? Have you ever thought about where you would be, where your life would be if God hadn't stepped in? It's painful for me to think about. It's scary for me to think about. It says this in the Bible. It says in Ephesians 2, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit who is now at work and those who are disobedient. But hear this, it says, all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were nature's objects of wrath, or by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Amen. That we're alive with Christ this evening. Amen. Man, stand your feet one more time and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Maybe you have a, a spoken or a, a request tonight that you want to pray, just signified by an uplifted hand today. Maybe those that are around you, if you see that, maybe you can lay a hand on them and pray. And then let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the work of God in Christ Jesus. We thank you that he sent his spirit into the world to continue that work, to continue to glorify himself and to continue to point people to him and, and to you, Lord. And we ask, Lord, tonight as we gather together and sing these incredible songs and reminders and praise songs, God, to you, Lord, that you might come and envelop that praise, God, and that you might come and inhabit that and make your home in it and touch us tonight, God, that you might be glorified and honored 
And Father, we ask you right now, Lord, that you would just touch Alan, God, right where he is, Lord. You're able, God. This is not something that's beyond the realm of your strength or power. But Father, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you might touch him, God, right in the hospital bed where he is, God. He might find strength, God. He might find hope, Lord Jesus. And, and even his family right now praying for them. Father, we just pray for a breakthrough right now in Jesus' name. And we ask, God, that you would touch this young man, Christian, God. You know his family, God. You know their prayers and their desperation. And Father, you know what this young man has had to go through. And Father, we ask you tonight, God, we know that you're worthy. God, we know that you're able. And we ask you, we put it before you, Lord, tonight, believing that you can, believing that you will touch him and bless him and this family. In Jesus' name. God, we ask all of the requests all over the church tonight, God, that you might move according to your will and that you might receive glory and honor for every single answered prayer that we pray. Father, we love you and we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. Call our ushers forward. We pray over the offering as they come. Father, thank you tonight for the opportunity to give. What an honor it is. Father, let us always be grateful, God. Let us always be cheerful in our giving, God. Let it never be grudgingly. Or, God, that, that somehow we have to pull it out of our hands. But always from our heart, always willingly, and always in worship, God, we give. We ask you to bless it tonight in Jesus' name. For Thou, O Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. For Thou, O
anyone can stand against. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God Here is for us, then what can stand against? What can stand against? What can stand against? What can stand against? Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, see our God. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, here we go. Our God. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? Come on! And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? What can stand against? What can stand against? What can stand against? Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God, let me hear you sing it. Come on. Our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God. God and if our God and if our God come on then who could ever stop us and if our God is with us then what can stand against and if our God is for us then who could ever stop us and if our God is with us then what can stand against and if our God is for us then who could ever stop us and if our God is with us then what can stand against and if our God is for us then who could ever stop us and if our God here we go then what can stand against what can stand against what can stand against what can stand If you would, all over the congregation, most all of you are standing. If you can, would you stand with me right here? Do you know who we're singing about tonight? I said, do you know who we're singing about tonight? I don't ever want to get to the place where 
I just sing or go through the motions or I don't pay attention to what is really being done. You know, I saw somebody years ago and it never has left me. They literally were standing in a general assembly and we were singing Amazing Grace and people were crying and worshiping and this person was standing there and they were like, I sat there and I stared at them and I didn't want to judge them that wasn't my place but I sat there and I looked at them and I said God don't ever let me get to the place where I can come into the presence of the Lord I can be in his house I can be where there is worship and the heavens have rolled back and the worship is going up into the heavens and there not be a cry from my heart and there not be a song from my lips and there not be something that I'm showing in my love and my affection. I don't want you to do my praising for me. I want to do it. I want to lift up his name and honor him. I want to give him glory and praise. Hallelujah. I don't want somebody else to do that for me. Don't ever let somebody else praise for you. Don't ever let anybody else take your place before the throne. When it's coming up from Stratford Heights, I want the angels of God to look down. I want the Father to be smiling. I want him to say, there's Ray. There's more. Hallelujah. I want him to know I'm lifting up praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you feel that way tonight? Don't ever get too tired. Don't ever get too weak. Don't ever get too discouraged. Let the praise rise up from you. Let it rise up. I promise you, if you'll just begin, you might just say, if my God is for me, then who can stand against me? You'll begin just a little bit. It may come out as a little praise. It may be just a little quiver off your lip, but I promise you, by the third stanza, you're going to be lifting up hands, and you're going to be worshiping. You're going to be shouting. You're going to be praising this almighty God. Sing it. Who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand again? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, Here we go. then what can stand again? Then what can stand again? Come on, let me hear you say Come on, let's sing. What oh, Clap of praise. Amen. Amen. He's worthy. We praise you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. We lift you up. We worship you in this house tonight. We worship you in the house tonight. Anything can happen right now. Anything can take place right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many of you don't, you don't come to God's house to just go through the motions? You don't come in here to just play games. You've come here tonight on purpose, on, and with intentionality and purpose. You've come in here tonight to give Him honor, to give Him praise, and give Him glory. How many of you know that's when things begin to shake? 
Things begin to move in the spiritual realm when we truly understand the power that is in our praise. You can run the devil off of your mind. You can run him right out of your mind. You can run him out of your circumstance if you'll learn to praise the Lord. Honest. Wasn't it Paul and Silas down there in the dungeon? It says about the midnight hour, one of them got the crazy idea to just start praising. They might have been singing, break every chain, break every chain. Next thing you know, an earthquake took place and that old jail cell was rocking and rolling. Why? Because they were praising. They were just like you and me. Somebody says, were they just somebody special? Yes, they were God's child. And if you are God's child tonight, you are special to the Father. You're special to Him. And He'll move heaven and earth for you. Amen. Wow, praise God. Well, I want you to turn in your Bible to 1 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to read four verses of Scripture starting with verse 1. I want to thank the, all the graduates and I want to wish my best to them. I was not able to be in service this morning. I wasn't laying at home. I was preaching in Dayton. Preached there and, and God blessed and touched and the people, they just were so wonderful. They told me they wanted me to come back next Sunday. I said, I need to preach at my church. <laughs> but they were so kind and so good and, and had a wonderful spirit. The Lord moved in a wonderful way. One gentleman in particular, Brother Brown, I'd known him since I was a little kid. He came in with back problems, couldn't even walk hardly, sat on the back pew and just sat there. And then the Lord moved on the service and right in the middle of that service, I said, Brother Brown, get out of your seat and walk to the front. Now that's daring. You better be hearing from the Lord. I said, you come up here, you, you get out of your seat and you do as good as you can. You walk up here to the front. By the time he got to the front, both hands went up and the power of God hit him. And the Spirit of the Lord moved in that place. And afterwards, he looked at me and he went like this. He said, I'm feeling better already. Just like that. Wonderful man. God touched him in a wonderful way. But I understand, Brother Cameron, I heard he did a pretty good job this morning. Did he? Amen. Amen. Young people, did he do good? All right. Well, I, I send my congratulations to all of the graduates. We're so proud of you every year. As far back as I can remember, we have honored our graduates, and we've always wanted to make sure they understand we celebrate with them excellence in their lives, and we love the pursuit of knowledge and the way that they prepare themselves for ministry and for life, and we appreciate them, and we had a big, beautiful group this morning. There's no place I would have rather been than right here, but sometimes I thought that might be the best time to slip away since Cameron was already scheduled to speak. And I could go and take care of some business there, but we, we did that, and God, God blessed today. Entitled the message, Making Intercession, Being More and More and More and More Like Jesus. You know, the Bible talks to us that we're to be in His image, that we're to be little Christ. That's what the word Christian means. And when we're pursuing Christ and to be like Christ, to serve like Christ, to give a cold water cold cup of water in his name when we're trying to live our lives and we remember the bracelets that said what would Jesus do and and we do our best in life to live to reflect him to show him to this world 
one of the most beautiful ways we sometimes neglect is the art of intercession. How many of you know he's at the right hand of the Father ever interceding for us, praying for us? The Lord is praying for you. Did you know that? Somebody says, well, I sure wish I had somebody praying for me. You got the best, baby. You got Jesus praying for you. But Paul was writing to Timothy in 1 Timothy in chapter 2 and verse 1, and he said these words. He said, therefore, now we know what the therefore stands for. It means with all these other things I've told you and all I'm fixing to tell you. I mean, Paul wrote to us about the doctrines of Christianity. And uh, a little off there, Doug, help me out. He wrote to us about the, the realities of the covenant, the blood. The, the, he took the Old Testament, brought it into the New Testament, explained Jesus. And Paul wrote about doctrines. He told us how to have order in the church. He talked to us about our, our disciplines. He taught us how to raise our children. He taught us how to love our, our mates. And I mean, he gives so much instruction all through his epistles. So he says, therefore, I exhort... First of all, look at somebody and say, first of all, top priority, first and foremost. I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, just my family, just my friends, just those people I like just those that are praying for me no that supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings whether they're Republican or Democrat oh ouch and all who are in authority that we Put your hand on you that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth father we ask you to open our eyes tonight Open our understanding and speak to us by your Holy Spirit. God, in the hour that we're together right here looking into your word, may it change us forever. May it speak to us as a church and as an individual, as a believer. May we truly be incensed and challenged as never before, God, to move out of religiosity, to move out of routine, to, move, to be moved out of careless living. And God... A, a, a complacency in our lives and may we truly understand the power that there is in the relationship that we have with you may we truly be challenged tonight to intercede to pray and Lord I pray it all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and everyone together said amen amen you may be seated well I want to thank that I saw that on the the program, it said the Jack Turner Band. I was like, what is that? 
Who are they? Well, I guess we know who they are now. If you don't know it, that's our minister of music, Gary Turner, and his two sons, Philip and Nathan. They did a really great job tonight, didn't they? God has been doing something amazing and wonderful in our church. He's got us on a fast track. I believe and I, I'm, I'm sensing and feeling as far as pastoral work, I'm sensing that God is taking us in places that we've never been before, that he's going to open up opportunities and he's going to literally lead us into our community. It's been our heart's cry that we would be a community-driven church, that we would literally find avenues of ministry. We've always been a mission-minded church and we don't ever want to lose sight of the world vision that God has for all people, all nations, all tribes. But while we're doing that and keeping a focus there and sensing and knowing God's leading and helping in missionary work around the world, it also is so important that if we've been called to the city of Middletown, then we need to remember that Middletown is our responsibility. Oh, you didn't hear me. I'm going to say it again. I don't think you really heard me. You're still singing the last line of that song we just got done with. You're humming it, and you sat down, and you, haven't really, you didn't hear what I said. I said, if God has called this church to be, if he has given us an assignment here in Middletown, then this community is our responsibility. Thank you. Remember how it works. If you'll say amen and hallelujah and raise your hand, I'll quit at least 15 minutes earlier. Sister Bessie, it's good to see you and your daughter tonight. They're part of us, and we love it whenever they can slip in, but they, they moved all the way down into the bluegrass state in Kentucky. Got them a beautiful, beautiful home down there, and, and it's good whenever we can see them slip in and, and come home for a little while. We just might lock you up and feed you right here and just keep you, you know, it's important that we understand that we have a responsibility. It's not just a good thought or a good deed or makes us look good. It, it isn't just that it's something that we, you know, should do if we got a good heart. I'm telling you, it's our responsibility. We're accountable to God that we take care of the lost and the hurting and the broken in the city. When we look at the scripture in Isaiah chapter 61, when we look down there where it talks about the Spirit of the Lord has anointed me, you know, the, Isaiah was writing and didn't realize he was prophesying about Jesus. And he literally, when he said, the Spirit of the Lord, God, is upon me and has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor and, and to heal up the brokenhearted and the, set the captives free and to set at liberty those who are bound. When he talked about replacing the spirit of heaviness with the, the, the garments of praise. And he talked about all these things there that was a responsibility of what would happen in this hour, in this time. It's something that we got to remember that we're accountable and responsible to the people. We've got to have a heart for the men and the women walking the streets tonight. Do you ever drive down Braille Boulevard and, and get a sense for the, the ones that are just taking a walk or the ones that are jogging up the street? Do you ever think about that man cutting in the grass there that, that you're accountable and you're responsible to God for the community around you? We are. We're accountable to those people 
God is doing such a good thing. And I believe in the work that he's doing with us, the move of God that we're in and experiencing in our church. The Lord has been moving in tremendous ways. And we've seen, we just come out of revival. And last Sunday was our first Sunday out of revival. And we had 11 people saved in the morning service. God is still moving in our service. We sense and feel his presence tonight. He's here in this house on a Sunday night when most churches have shut the doors. And and I'm not making a statement. I'm just saying it's hard to find a place to worship on Sunday night these days. A lot of folks want to hang hang out and stay at home. And they've cut out where it used to be that you could drive by every church going down the street. When I was growing up, everybody had service. The the Baptists, the Methodists, the Presbyterians, everybody had service. Nowadays, you got to go looking for a church that will be open on Sunday night. And that's not to pat ourselves on the back. That's just to say, as long as you keep coming, we'll have church. God's doing something in our midst, and we're thrilled with what we see. We're on a fast track, and God is wanting us. One of the wills of the Lord that we need to understand, as I said, not a good deed. It's a responsibility that we impact our community. The young people are responsible to the young people at Middletown, Madison, Monroe, Lebanon, and all the areas where they go to school, Franklin and Carlisle. We're we're responsible for all those guys. When you're saved and you've been born again, wherever you work, you're responsible for the people around you. You should be having a, a plan, a, a strategy where God is literally speaking to you about how to witness to them. Sometimes we get so caught up in our own issues and our own problems, our own thoughts, and understand we don't think about the fact that we've got a job to do. But you shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be Witnesses, witnesses. There are many of you in here tonight. I believe if you're here on Sunday night, you want to impact our city. You're hearing what I'm saying, and you want to be a part of doing what we can to impact our city. We need to be, it needs to be clear that we're on assignment. We need to be anointed. We need to pray until we're empowered with the Spirit of God to go into our community wherever it is. If you go in the post office, the post office ought to light up. You go into Kroger's down there across from the old town mall and and you ought to walk in and everybody is waving at you and smiling at you because you're somebody there on purpose. God's given you an assignment. We're to transform a city that the, the news reports and the Ohio Commission out of Columbus has declared that Middletown is a dead city. Industrially, it's going down. It's dying in every way. They say that there'll be all kinds of closings, but you know what? That God called this church to be here and other churches in our community to be here. And if God has called us to be here, then there is still some vibrance and hope and energy for this city yet to be discovered. And somebody has got to intercede and greet on their behalf. And we've got to see God transform it. I still believe that in the last days there will be a great outpouring of God's Holy Spirit. I believe that there will be a revival. I believe that we're part of that. And it will never happen until every child of God, not just a few, but not until every child of God takes on the assignment, the responsibility that is ours through intercession and prayer for our community. Say amen. I believe Middletown is going to be a living, growing, vibrant, re-energized, industrially blessed and favored city. I prayed it today. I decided to start praying what I want out of this city instead of shaking my head and wondering how long 
It's going to stay open over there. Well, another place is shut down, or, or this company's shut down. I decided to do something different starting last night. I messaged my brother-in-law, Marty, and I, I began talking to him about this thing, this assignment of intercession, and I, I began praying. I, I said, God, I want to see energy in our city. I want to see buildings going up. I want to see industry. I want to see the power of God at work in Middletown. I want to see when they have pronounced it dead, I want God to breathe life into its dead bones. And I want it to rise up because the children of God are here. And where the children of God are, there is blessing. Do you hear what I said? Wherever the children of God are, Nicole, there's blessing. Wherever you go, they're blessed if you're there. You, you work at Fifth Third, you walk in there in the morning. Andrew, as soon as you step up into that place and begin your business... That place is blessed because you're there. That's the way, not to puff you up and make you think you're bigger and better than everybody else, but what you got to understand is that you belong to God. And when you belong to God, there are promises in His Word that declare that every place you put your foot, there's something in the supernatural that's happening. Everywhere you go, it's something supernatural from the heavens. You, we got to understand that it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And if he be for me, who can be against me? I'm telling you, we got to have a mindset that understands who we are in Christ and what our assignment is and our responsibility. Don't shake your head and get sad and discouraged when you hear there's more layoffs where you are. Begin to intercede as a child of God and watch it turn around. I'm believing that that is what God is calling us to in this community. I believe we're to take up our responsibility as children of God. I'm believing it. Do you believe it? Say amen. Uh, thank you. That one was unasked for. I appreciate that. So many people are living beneath their potential, and that's what we find ourselves doing. We live out our existence and I'm here to challenge you as your pastor. I'm here to, to let you know, you know, I, I want to ride the wave of what God's doing. Charlotte, I want God to know we, we appreciate that people are being saved in our church. I want God to know I, we appreciate what he's doing with our Esperanza ministry and our youth ministry and our children's ministry. I want God to know we're thankful for what he's doing. I, I'm thankful that when we went to plan our new membership growth track class, we had to move out of the place where we were because it was standing room only. I'm thrilled that God is calling people to come and work with us and bring an end to this field and into this work of labor. I'm thankful that God's doing it lady came by the church the other day and she said I, I haven't got time to be able to take the classes but I wondered if I could fill out for me and my husband we want to be members of the church and we don't want to wait will you take our membership and we'll do the class later I said you better believe it we took their membership in and I'm telling you I love that I love the fact that God is causing there to be an excitement. I've got so many plans, and we've got plans together as a church to, to see some ground breaking out here. And, oh, I wish I could just share with you the excitement that is in me. But you will know. And let me just say, I've said before, and I've tried to say exciting things for you and get you all encouraged. I'm here to tell you right now, I'm sitting on the biggest, baddest news you ever heard in your life. And I can't hardly wait to share it with you, and it'll be any 
day now. So I'm telling you, you better hold on. You better, you better strap yourself down if you're going to get so excited and you're going to be so overwhelmed with what God is giving us. He's favoring us and blessing us because he wants something to happen in the supernatural realm here in this city. He wants to touch us together. He wants to anoint us for his work. He wants there to be a change in Middletown High School. He wants Madison and Carlisle and Franklin. He wants these schools to, to notice a revival. He wants it to break out in the lockers. He, he wants it to, to break out on the assembly floor. He wants there to be a move in the classroom where there's things that happen supernaturally. Do you believe that? It'll never happen. It'll never happen as long as we just keep Amen. Where are we going to eat? If he don't hurry up, the restaurant's going to close. Oh, there goes Gary. He's singing another round. Lord have mercy. We'll be here all night. God challenge us tonight challenge us to get out of our mediocrity challenge us to get out of our complacency to realize the assignment that's in front of us do you realize do you realize that there are lost and broken-hearted and drug-infested alcoholic families breaking apart hour by hour by hour in this city while we sit up here on the hill God help us to intercede help us to get in our crying corner and to get a hold of God. You know what? Inter oh, oh, I got I to gotta preach tonight. So I've got I've to stay on my notes. I'm going to tell you what intercession is in just a moment. How do we live in such a confusing and, and, and broken world? Paul told Timothy, he said, there's one area. There's one area that I want you to understand. First and foremost, the most important thing you do of all the things, he said, therefore, of all the things I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you about order in the church. I'm going to tell you how the, the gifts and operation of the church are to be ordered. I'm going to tell you about tongues and interpretation. I'm going to tell you about evangelism and discipleship. I'm going to tell you what it is to, when, when you're talking about marriage and raising up children. I'm going to tell you about all these other things, and they're important. Here's the qualifications of a leader, and here's all these things that, that I want you to understand Timothy and all the other writers and or all the other books and the churches that he wrote to but he said therefore first of all before any of these things he says I exhort you I admonish you I preach to you I lecture you that supplications prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. First, first, I wouldn't dare ask you tonight to show of hands of where prayer plays priority in your life heard it said before and I think it's so true you can't really talk about somebody you're praying for it's impossible 
So usually when I'm sitting and somebody's daringly taking a few moments to just begin to talk about somebody to me, first thought that comes to my mind is, well, they're not praying for them. You can't talk about somebody you're praying for. First, foremost, I exhort you, pray, pray, pray. Loran Livingston sat in my car. He runs 8,000 members down in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'd been assigned to him. And I'll never forget when I had a few moments to ask him a question, and I said, Brother Loran, I'm a young pastor. I'm new at this. At the time, I'd been pastoring in my first year. And I said, tell me, how do you grow a church of 8,000? How do you touch that many people in a community? How do the people flock to the altars to be saved in your church? How, how do you do that? And I thought he would tell me about the 10 keys to church growth. Or, oh, Sister Atwood back there, I see you'd be interested in this. He said, said I, I thought he'd tell me about five views on what will grow a church or what will bring discipleship or what will bridge the gap between generations and what will pack your pews. I, I was waiting for the 15 principles of growth. And he looked at me and he said, teach your people to pray. And I was like, and? He said, teach them to pray and then pray some more and then keep praying. Teach your people to get a hold of the horns of the altar, to intercede, to seek God's face. Teach your people to pray. You'll build a church. Wow. Before the offerings, before evangelism, before we do anything else, before we qualify leaders, before we practice a song, before we preach a message, before we teach a class, before we usher, before we, we go out there and work with the children, before we change a diaper, before we plan for the big events, before we take care of business, before all of that, I urge you, Paul said, pray. Somebody has got to get a hold of this principle and this powerful promise of God that when we pray, things will change. Someone needs to get a hold of the power of intercession. And everyone's got to get a hold of it. You know, we have a, an idea sometimes that, that intercessors and prayer warriors, that they're a special little group. You, you've seen them. They're, they're special. They're, they're super spiritual saints. They walk around, just walking around, talking in tongues all the time. They, they're just a supernatural bunch. They don't joke. They don't sit and laugh. They come into church and they sit there and rock back and forth and just pray the whole service. And you see those people, you, you'll ask them to pray for you. We, we sometimes get it in our mind, Kathy, that, that those people are, to be honest, a little different. The prayer warriors, the, 
the saints who pray. We sometimes think they're, they're a little sketchy. They don't have a life. They just sit at home. They just pray all the time. They get together with their friends and they get in circles and they just pray. Friday night, everybody else is going to the big festival. They're saying, come over to my house. We'll have a prayer meeting. We sometimes think that that's the special ones who are called to intercede. I'm busy. I teach Sunday school. I drive the bus. I pass the offering plate. I sing in the choir. I teach a class. I cut the grass. Somebody else can do that. Them, them sketchy ones can do that. Those that have no, nothing else to do with their time. But Brother Charlie, that's the indictment against the church. We've become too busy to pray. We've put priority on everything else. Husband, your wife ought to know your prayer life. Wife, your husband ought to know about your prayer life. It ought to be fruitful. It, it ought to be able to be visible. It ought to be seen when you've got to go off. Now, I don't mean you go down there and you know, my mother, Lord help her, you know, she just didn't care about nothing. She, all six kids, she'd lay out all of her Bibles, all of her commentaries, and put her music on. She usually is the Rambos or the Downings or something like that. And she, she'd just pray in the Holy Ghost right there in the house. Every, all of us, we'd have to tiptoe room to room. I'd go to my room, shut the door to try to watch Charlie's Angels because she was having Holy Ghosts out there in the living room. I just confessed my sins. Didn't I? <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to announce it to everybody and make a spectacle and put a show on in front of anybody, but you know, one of the things that that ought to be evident in your life is when Oh, where's Liz? Anybody seen Liz? Oh, I, I bet she's you know. Teach us, Lord, to pray. The disciples said, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. I'll tell you, of all the things we'll ever do as a congregation or as a church or a ministry in this church, you want to be the best youth pastor there's ever been? You want to, you want to be, make an impact on the schools? You want to turn the city upside down? You want them to be godly young men and young ladies? You want to see a powerful impact? Learn how to get alone and seek God more than you do anything else. Pray. You want to turn your home upside down? You want to see the devil have to get out the back door and a restraining order put on your house? You want to see him leave your marriage alone? You want to see there be joy again in the house? You want to see the light shining bright in the around the dinner table? You want to see happiness and joy unspeakable and full of glory again in your house? Learn to pray. Learn to pray. Get a hold of God. Seek His face. If my people, if my people, oh God has to beg us, Kathy. He has to beg us. If my people, for you sing a song. 
before you, you, you come in here, I want you to have spent hours rehearsing. I want you to have a new song. I want you to have something creative and wonderful for me but, and for this congregation as we come in here and you lead us in worship. But understand this, if it ain't been prayed up and through and over, then it's going to be a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. It won't be powerful. It won't touch me. It won't impact me. There are, I've had a hard week. I've gone through hell backwards at my job, or I've been through it. The battle is raged, and I'm scars and brokenhearted as I come into God's house. You know what? It's so important. I understand, Kathy, when people come to God's house, they didn't come to see me. They don't care how cute I am. I tell you, there's a church a dime a dozen, and there's all kinds of shows out there for you. You got just about any kind of smorgasbord in church you can want out there. I'm telling you, you didn't come for that. You came because all week long you fought the devil all week long you've been in battles and you've been in race and you've had all kinds of trouble and when you get here you need somebody to have a word you need somebody to have gotten a hold of God it'll happen it'll happen when we learn to pray it'll happen when we get a spirit of intercession on us you want to see God break the chain it's time to quit, to quit singing about it and to watch it happen. It's time to see it unfold in the thing. It, we've hung on and we've hung on and we've hung on. It's time to see it fall. It's time to see it hit the floor. Can you believe that? Say amen. amen. Why do I feel so... In the middle of what God is doing in our church, he's put this heaviness on me. I feel such a heaviness. It seems every time I come into this pulpit, in the midst of a move of God, there's heaviness. In the midst of a move, there's heaviness because he's wanting us to navigate through the lies and the deceptions and the traps and the playing games and the religiosity. Uh, he wants us to move past all of those things and get to the place where we stand right there in the throne room of his glory and we literally are empowered by his spirit and we begin to see miracle signs and wonders in these last days. He wants us to press on to press through. I've moved way beyond. People don't like to talk to me sometimes. Sometimes I think, Lord, they're going to run me out of here. I don't want to sit and jibber-jabber about nothing. I don't want to sit on the phone for an hour and just chit-chat about nothing. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to sit and listen to the griping and the complaining and the whimpering and the wussing that goes on in the lives of those who have not yet prayed about it. Do you know half the problems you got? Uh-oh. Somebody tell me to be quiet. Half the problems you've got, you whine about it, you complain about it, you get upset about it, you go and talk to everybody else under the sun from Facebook to Twitter, and you haven't yet got on your face before the Lord. You've not yet one time bended one knee to ask God to intervene and to get in the midst of it. We've got to get a hold of God. That ought to be the first place that we go to. That ought to be the first thing that we do. First and foremost, I urge you, I exhort you, I preach to you, pray. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 God. Put it on our hearts and challenge us tonight. Our children need it. Lord, our departments need it. Our pastors need it. Oh, help us, God. We've got to pray. We've got to intercede. You know what interceding means? I wanted to tell you this earlier. Interceding is not you just feeling sorry for somebody. It's not you just trying, you know, I've watched Sister Atwood, now that you're here, I'll say this. You've been burdened and you've got this young Christian in your church, I believe. Is that right? Young man has got cancer and the, the news is not good and the Family's got the bad report, but I see all every day just about Sister Atwood putting something on Facebook to let people know. You know what she's done? She's put herself, she's put that on her, and, and she's like interceding. Interceding means she's kind of stood in there. Here's cancer over here. Here's this family right here, and there's a pastor who says, I'm going to step down here in the middle between this family and that cancer, and I'm going to stand there, and I'm going to intercede. I'm going to wrestle in the spirit. I'm going to get a hold of this need, and if it can be broken, I'll be standing right there. When the chains fall, I'm going to break everything I can to fight for this family. Interceding means you literally will get in between. I'll step in between you and that devil. You and that sickness. You and that devil that wants to destroy your home. I'll get in between him. Intercede. Intercede. Well, that's how we can rebuke. That's how we can bind up. That's how I can plead the blood. That's how I can get in the middle of a situation and see a change happen. Because I, I'm determined that I'm going to get in the middle of it. And I'm going to say, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the one who has all power, I come against you in that power. And I declare victory and freedom over the people of God. Intercede on their behalf. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord, my soul to keep... God, just keep your hand on Melissa. Keep your hand on her, Lord. Bless her. She's going through a hard time, Lord. Hi, Melissa. I've been praying for you. Been in my prayer closet for you. Dear Lord, help us tonight. Help us, Jesus. Do you feel what I feel tonight? Are you okay? You hear what I'm saying tonight? We've got to pray. We've got to intercede. Barty, we've got to stand between that old liar, that old problem. We've got to stand in between that. We've got to say, you can't come no further. You can't take another step in the name of Jesus. Not by my power, but by his he conquered you already. I don't come. That's why he said, didn't you love that? He said, I therefore exhort, first of all, that supplications, that means bring every need. Bring the list out. Somebody says, oh, you ought not to pray for yourself. Honey, get behind. I'm not going to come to you with my problems. I'm going to go to him with my problems. He can fix every problem I got. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Now, surely he means after we've already seen the victory. After we've already seen the power of God move at the office. After, surely after we've already got the victory and we're celebrating, then we come back around. 
Sunday night. Oh, pastor, I got news. I got news. It's all good now. Well, let's thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No. Paul said, I exhort you. I exhort you to bring your petition. Pray. Talk to the Lord about it. Intercede. Stand between you and the problem. And then before you're done, mm, that's you. I've never seen you not thank him for it before you're done praying. Before you get to amen, you say, thank you, Jesus, for my healing. Thank you for my deliverance. Why? Because he hears your prayer. And God, when he hears you, he hears the cry of his people. He said, bring your knees to me. Seek me and you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. He said, come to me and know that I hear you. He said, David said, I cried unto the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me. So David, before he ever got up from his knees, Lord, here's my need. I bring it to you. I intercede for my family and my brothers. And oh God, by the way, thank you that I know you're a God answering God and you hear my prayer. I thank you for it. I I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen the healing yet. I haven't seen the mess cleaned up yet. But I thank you for it because you're a good God and because you love your people. I thank you that my boy is saved. I thank you that my husband is saved. I thank you tonight that my children are going to make glory. I thank him for it because he's a God who answers the cry of his people. Stand with me tonight. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God. Mm. Intercede. The Bible says we'll intercede. That the Holy Spirit will make intercession. With groanings and utterings that cannot be understood. He'll pray for you. You've got to be filled with, you want to see a change? You want to see a change? Oh, give it to God in prayer tonight. Don't spend your time trying to think about it. Don't try to think it through. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to create your own answer. Give it to God. Pray. And watch heaven move. Earth for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. James chapter 4 and verse 2 and 3 says, You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss. Oh, I feel the heaviness of the Spirit tonight. I feel the message is delivered. I feel like you understand it. You've received it. Now, the hard work. We're going to move out of cheap grace. We're going to move, move out of complacency. We're going to move out of just living mediocrity. We're going to move into a deeper place. Launch out into the deep tonight for a net catching. We're going to see signs and miracles happen. We're going to see conviction reign on the lost. We're going to see it because we have prayed it so. We have asked him and we've knocked and we've sought and we've definitely asked. And we've got ourselves in position now to receive. So we say thank you. Hold up, I am that I did it because I 
I want every one of you, if you can, if you're able to tonight, get out of your seat and get down here to the altar as quickly as you can. Stand down here with me, if you would, just quickly as you can. Lord, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come with your hands up and pray. Pray. Don't wait on me. You pray. Pray in the altar for what burdens your heart. Pray for what you need God to do. Pray for those cares and concerns. Lift up the names of those. Don't neglect to call out their name again. It doesn't matter if you've already done it a hundred times. Do it a hundred more. Do it again. Do it tonight. And keep on calling. Keep on knocking until you see the glory move in their life. Oh, hallelujah. Call us, Lord. Call Stratford Heights to intercession. Call us, Lord, to intercede, to stand between our brothers, our families, our children, and the devil, and the cares of this world. Mediocrity. Help us to stand in between them. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, cause us to love our community, to pray for our community, to pray life into this community, to pray, God, for a hundred-mile radius that the favor and the blessing of God will be here touch us tonight. I pray in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. You're worthy of our praise. You're worthy tonight. Oh, we lift you up, oh God. Call out the names of those who are lost tonight. Call them out. Stand between them and their lostness tonight. Hallelujah. You're standing between a person in cancer you're standing between that person and a heart attack you're standing between them and the lost in this world oh god in jesus name praise god praise god praise god thank you lord thank you lord praise god praise god thank you jesus thank you lord in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank 
at me tonight if you have a lost loved one I know that means you're standing between hell and them I want if you're praying for someone lost someone you love someone family member I, I don't know who it is but you're you're praying for the lost don't want you well let's just leave you where you lift your hand oh, wow. <laughs> that's why I didn't tell you to move here to the middle because it'd be all of you. I got someone lost. Someone needs Jesus. We're standing between hell. How am I ready to do it? This ain't going to be just a little mamby-pamby prayer. Are you, are you kidding me? We're going to stand between hell and them. How many are ready? I want you to see hell on one hand. I want you to see them on the other. And we're fixing to do a fight. Are you ready? I want to do a fight. I want to wrestle tonight the enemy. I want to do it because the power of God is here. And when the power of God's here, I get, I get like a lion. I'll, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. I'll face hell right now. I'll walk right up to the gate itself. And I'll rattle the gates and I'll call out the name of that enemy that's trying to destroy. Are you ready right now? Raise your hand again. I got a lost loved one. Call out their name right now while you're praying. Lift that other hand now. Your one hand is hell. The other hand is God. Stand between them and that there. And you be the intercessor. You be the intercessor right now. In the name of Jesus, we believe you. We honor you, God. We thank you, Lord. We stand between the very gates of hell, Lord, in their heart. We ask you to save them. We ask you, Lord, to reveal yourself to them afresh and brand new. In the name of Jesus, we claim them saved. We thank you for it, God. We thank you for it, God. And we give you honor. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. I see them saved. I see them saved. I see them sanctified. I see them filled with the Holy Ghost. I see them saved tonight. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to see you. Hallelujah. 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 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's give him praise. Let's thank him for it. Thank him that they're saved. Thank him that they're redeemed. Thank him tonight. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. Holy Spirit of God. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, Praise God. Praise God. Holy, sing it loud, come on. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. I want to see you. Sing holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. I want to see you. Amen. Well, can you one more time just give the Lord praise and give him thanks? Praise God. Well, you know, I've been here 30 years. And this last couple, two weeks ago, we celebrated seven years that I've been your pastor. And I was excited about that. But you know, sometimes I think, oh, man, you know, Kathy, I try so hard to be so distinguished. I want to walk up here and God. God wants to encourage you today. He wants to speak life into you and have you smile all the day long. And he just does this. <laughs> but I'm thankful. Because I wouldn't, what, what's the old song say? Larry, I wouldn't trade nothing for my journey now. When you've been through some things, when you've been through some things, it's not just going to church anymore. When you've been through some things, Sister Sandy, you learn that you gotta, you got to get a hold of him. And the devil sure don't care to get wild and crazy, does he? He gets insane. He goes nuts. And they call it a party out there. We get a little excited in church and people say, those people are crazy. Them loony ticks. They're not always country. Oh, I got to stop that. I'm going to start talking with an English accent when I talk about that. Those crazy loons, those people have lost their minds. Uh, I'm just visiting with you now. Hasn't God been good tonight? Has it been good? Nancy, the Lord is calling us to be intercessors. Everyone is an intercessor. Everyone. It's not just us, the super weird ones. <laughs> it's God calling everyone who's been redeemed, everyone who's ever known salvation in a brand new heart, you're called to be an intercessor. And an intercessor is simply you standing in between that need and your, your prayer. You're standing between them. And that means it takes on a whole new character, doesn't it? It means we're not just saying a simple little prayer. We're getting in our closet. Now we know why he said you got to get in your closet. Now we know why. Oh, so many out there. Cheap, 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 cheap grace, cheap mercy. 
just a little dabble, do you? Just come in here, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Let's just all just have a good time. Here's coffee for you, here's coffee for me. Coffee's good. I like coffee. One day we'll have us a big, beautiful welcome cafe out there, and they'll sell pastries, and I'll be fat and happy. But I want to see God move for your family. I want to see God do something miraculous for you. And yeah. All right. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. He died at the scene. I remember. I remember the story of your son. He was a goner. Mm. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's got, God's got good credentials. He's got good credentials. Amen? All right. Well, God bless you. Please come back Wednesday night. Brother Orville, well, he won't be. I'll be teaching our growth track class here. Uh, we've got a couple of more weeks there. Tuesday night for young people. And then we Thursday night, Esperanza. And be worshiping Friday night, celebrate recovery. My goodness, we just keep going here, don't we? God bless you. Y'all have a good night. Never change